conferences, long agendas, big venues, always on your feet, barely getting to see the people that you want to see, and then, of course, the expense. Well, the three of us at Good Morning Hospitality are launching Good Morning Retreats. Our first retreat is this July 8th through the 10th at the Horse Hospitality Training School in Auburn, Alabama. If you go to goodmorningretreats.com, you'll find out more information about our first retreat that we're launching. We have already filled half the slots. We have 20 available and we have about 13 already filled. So make sure you go there, you apply, show your interest, and we'll get you all situated for our first ever Good Morning Retreat. Thanks so much for tuning into the podcast. And now back to the episode. Hey everyone, I was hoping to get this message put together sooner, but things like this unfortunately take time to set up. I just want to say that the acts of war against Ukraine break my heart, and I know as a prior service member myself that my thoughts and prayers go out to everyone who's fighting the fight that they really shouldn't have to. That being said, we have been working behind the scenes with all of our podcasts and podcast partners to put a fund together in order to pay for any refugee housing and other needs that go alongside that, like food, water, and any clothing needs. Internally, many podcasts in the Hospitality FM network have voluntarily given up sponsorship money in order to donate to the cause and are working on a unified message in order to spread throughout all of our podcasts. So this is me calling out to all of our property manager friends, industry experts, and anyone knowing of those providing lodging for Ukrainian refugees seeking safety. You can contact me directly at will, with one L, W-I-L, at slicktalkmedia.com. We have an internal document that is being updated in real time. So if anyone could share this message within your network, we'd greatly appreciate it. I'm also placing in the show notes a link to our GoFundMe and landing page for Rentals to Rescue. That's rentals.torescue.com, where we're putting funds together in order to, again, provide finances for any of these lodging and relocation needs. So thank you so much for tuning into this quick message. I hope you guys are all well and safe, as I know we have tons of listeners in Ukraine and other countries in in Europe. So thank you so much for tuning in and I hope you guys enjoy this episode. Good morning, and Michael Golden's on mute. What up? No, I'm not. What you talking about? <laughs> Good evening. Good morning. Good evening. Good Hello. Night. Hello. Afternoon. Good night. Yeah, whatever that. Uh, I forget what the movie is, but anyways, uh, have you guys been since last week? We've uh, we've talked like every day on WhatsApp, so uh, it's not like much has been missed on our end. But for the listeners, how how is everything? Yeah, our our guest Luca last week sent Will down some rabbit holes. <laughs> <laughs> just a few, just a few. You know, we we had to get that title of the first hospitality podcast to create and sell an NFT. So you know, I'm glad that we accomplished that before this episode. Um, just you know, just for the sake of saying we did, right? Yeah, and shout out to Luca for buying the first. Good morning, hospitality NFT. Oh, that's amazing. Yes, and I can say, uh, boom, right here. We have proof. All right, I'm sold. We have a nice little uh, picture of us. Isn't that great? Uh, uh, it's so cool. 
handsome. But you can tell people not like I'm in NFTs, you know. It's, it's, it's just cool. It's cool. I said, no, I'm a digital artist. It's just cool to tell people. Like, what is your business? I've got the yeah, bedroom, of course, maybe, but also I'm doing uh, digital art of an NFT. It's like, oh, that's so cool. That's so, so cool. Yeah, just, yeah, it's so cool. Yeah, we got a couple of NFT projects dropping uh, this week. Uh, we're going to have a whole collection called the Monday Morning Collection. So all of our listeners, if you're new to NFTs, uh, get ready because we're about to go down some deeper mm-hmm. rabbit holes with it. Um, but super excited about it. And yeah, we'll give a tripscommunity.com a big shout out here for being our first sub sponsor there. What perk of buying an NFT with us. Um, anyways. I wonder if our guest Dennis is now buying the NFT before he, he joins the show. He can do it. Let's do it. Dennis, come on. Let's do it before you go live. Okay. Dennis, I see an email in my inbox. He's in the backstage just like shaking his head. Um, okay. uh, so for all of our listeners that don't watch the live stream, we are a live show every Monday morning. Um, but let's jump in. Today's topic is uh, going into fractional ownership. Uh, which if uh, anyone is a fan of Slick Talk, the hospitality podcast, uh, I interviewed Dennis in Florida. We learned about his business called Cassiola Vacation Homes, but behind Cassiola is this new venture coming uh, called Guest Store, where they're pretty much going to be the Robin Hood of vacation rentals, uh, where you can pretty much download the app and buy a piece or a big portion, or I think uh, before we bring Dennis on, I can see him in the back. Uh, Can you buy the whole home? Shake your head, yes or no? By yourself? No? Okay. So you can't. Okay. But anyways, we'll have That's Dennis. The whole point of fractional, Will. Yeah. I just, fractions of it. I don't know. I, sometimes, whole numbers. You, sometimes you want the whole thing. <laughs> I don't know. I'm, I'm greedy when it comes to that. But uh, anyways, we'll bring him on to explain guest door and how it all works and what the, the big vision is, what the, the steps are to creating it, and why it's super important for the future of the industry. But before we do that, gentlemen, you guys ready for uh, what's with the noise? Let's do it. Let's bring on grandma. All right. So uh, this past week was really interesting. I had a number of conversations with uh, companies similar to to Dennis's, who we'll learn a lot more about here shortly, in the fractional ownership or dispersed investment strategies. And what we, what I think the theme that's starting to take shape is historically it's the rich get richer or it takes money to make money. But with some of these new concepts and new companies, uh, you're able to invest in things like art or vacation rentals or real estate, where it typically takes a ton of money to get into. And the returns are historically very strong. But now there's the ability to, to invest what you can and have exposure in your portfolio if you don't have hundreds of thousands of dollars to buy art or second homes, uh, you can put tens of thousands of dollars or several thousand dollars into it and, and have the equal returns. So I think this is a, a really cool theme to keep an eye on. You know, it's been around in traditional real estate for maybe 10 years or so, but jumping into short-term rentals and, and other segments like art uh, or crypto even, it... Uh, it opens the door for new investors to to have exposure to historically better returns. So excited to see how this thing plays out. 
Yeah, good morning or good evening where I'm right now. I'm now in Rassau Kaima, which is actually one and a half hour away from Dubai tomorrow. Actually, I'm moderating the startup competition of the World Tourism Forum. So I'm super excited. So tomorrow I'll be here and the day after as well. So uh, again, tomorrow moderating. Wednesday I'm speaking here as well. So tomorrow there will be 12 startups. The winner will be mentioned probably next week as start of the week. But for this week, we have another one, which is JetCamp. JetCamp is a Netherlands based. So uh, shout out for Netherlands. Uh, it's a, it's a booking platform for campsites and holiday parks so they raised a half a million so uh, euro so five hundred thousand euro it's the second round actually and it launched only in november 2019 so uh, well done guys uh, the investors are the fox and the michaeler tourism group and the cunningham holding as i mentioned before so 10, 23 000 verified campsites so guys good luck uh, success in dutch and uh, let's see hopefully we can announce you maybe in a year or so for a larger round hey I'm all about uh, I'm all about glamping, unlike Michael Golden, who's not. <laughs> <laughs> nope. Uh, I'm in the middle of the desert now. I just when I drove from Dubai to here in Rasakaima, I was just sand and just sand. Hey, but it's it's beautiful, interesting. Hey, yeah, it's, uh, beauty is what in the eye of the beholder or something like that. I don't know. Um, anyways, I want. Yeah, yeah, I, I, I don't morning. like the yeah. sun or the sand. <laughs> would that be a place that I would love? <laughs> no. <laughs> no, no, no. Awesome. Uh, well, to keep with the the show schedule here today, uh, <laughs> we are going to take a quick break to hear a quick message and video from our sponsors at Breezeway. We love working with Breezeway on the show. So, if you're interested in signing up and operating and professionalizing your operations for your vacation rentals, uh, you know, go to breezeway.io forward slash gmh and. Uh, Watch this video and enjoy. Meet Breezeway, the leading platform for property care and cleaning operations. Built to coordinate, communicate, and verify all the work done at each property so you can deliver a better experience to guests and owners. Breezeway syncs your property data and reservations into one user-friendly dashboard, taking the guesswork out of scheduling jobs to the right person at the right time. Teams in the field use mobile checklists to get their work done, letting you monitor issues and progress in real time, giving you confidence that every job is done right and every property is clean, well-maintained, and ready. Smart tools to make complex work much easier. Best of all, Breezeway integrates with dozens of PMS systems and IoT devices so you can optimize your property service programs without switching the systems you already use. Nice. Breezeway has an entire messaging platform too for texting automated service updates, communicating with guests and residents, and offering additional services like extended stays. Delivering quality property care and service is challenging. Breezeway has you covered each step of the way with tools like detailed owner reporting, safety inspections, and inventory tracking. You'll drive more service revenue, save thousands on operation costs, and boost client satisfaction. It's time to power your property care with Breezeway. Go to breezeway.io to learn more. Breezeway.io. Breezeway. Yeah, there we go. Uh, we're super synchronized. You can tell that we're just still there. 
no, I love that video. Love Breezeway. So thank you guys again for sponsoring the show. We love working with you. Uh, and now for the moment we've all been waiting for, uh, I think it's time to welcome our guest who's been patiently waiting backstage uh, to join us. We're going to welcome Dennis, the founder of Castiola Vacation Homes and, of course, guestor.com. So let's welcome Dennis onto the stage. Dennis. Hey, hey, hey. Good morning, guys. Good morning. Welcome good morning. to uh, Good Morning Hospitality, the biggest and most famous show in the industry. <laughs> morning show. And the, and the first one in NFT. Yes. yes. <laughs> I actually sent Dennis the NFT uh, this weekend. It was like, look at what we did. And he just sent, he just sent a laughing emoji. So uh, <laughs> figured, you know. He doesn't good. take it serious. We're really serious about this stuff. No, it was more of like a. Oh, you guys look kind of funny on your NFT. Uh, but anyways, <laughs> I'm still in the process of wrapping my head head around uh, NFTs. So well, uh, yeah, I'm maybe a little bit slow uh, here. Hey, it's all good. Well, thank you for buying one while you were backstage. We appreciate that. <laughs> You're not. How many do have still left? Will do we still have some left? Yeah, we have like 47 left. So ooh, go, goes quick. Running. Yeah. Okay, it should yeah. be quick now. All right, so to the topic. <laughs> so. <laughs> Dennis, one of the things that I, I I had three conversations last week, and then Will reminded me of, of your business as well, doing the fractional ownership and, and you know, people focusing in different segments. Uh, and then you've got some folks out there who've raised tons of money, like Avant Stay, that uh, are are doing, sorry, not Avant Stay, Picasso, that are doing um, some fractional ownership types of structures as well. What got you into it? Why did you decide to, you know, add more work to your plate with the already successful Cassiola business? I was going to say, maybe explain it too, just what, what it is, what the product is and what you guys are doing and how you explained it to me when we were there. Uh, yeah, yeah, absolutely. So uh, maybe let's start with the, the beginning, how, how we got uh, um, to this, because it, it's an idea that we're already uh, working on actually quite a while, even before COVID. Um, so we are a classic property management uh, um, company uh, with Cassiola. So owners contact us, they have a home and they need a manager. Um, and that's where we come in. But what we have been seeing in the last few years is that 90% of all the people contacting us, inquiring about management, did not actually have a home uh, yet. So they were thinking about it. They saw um, yeah, Airbnb go public. Um, they may have friends uh, that bought a home and, and they're very, very interested. They have some money set aside, um, but they don't really know uh, where to start and, and, and they hope that we can, uh, uh, can help them. Um, now we have a very good uh, CRM, so we follow up on all those uh, people um, even years in a row. And, and uh, we also noticed that a lot of these people actually never end up uh, buying a home. And then when we contact them again and we ask them, hey, where, why did the process uh, end? It, it's usually because of the time or, or, or they don't really know uh, where to, to start or, or move forward. So we thought, hey, why don't we take this out of, of their hands and, and help them and do the whole buying process uh, for them? Um, then another thing that uh, um, really kept yeah, started this uh, um, going was um, a lot of our owners that, that we uh, work for and, and that already have a home, 
we noticed that they were doing it completely uh, wrong. So they uh, bought the wrong investments. Um, they didn't have the right financing in place or they paid all cash for it. Um, didn't do the right furniture. Um, don't accept pets, just to name one of the things. All the all those things that really can increase uh, um, your your um, return on investment. Um, and yeah, we were thinking there must be a better way. There has been so much evolution on on the backside of property management, uh, but on the front side, buying and owning a home, it, it hasn't changed in like uh, uh, hundreds of years. And and yeah, I, I think we can do a better job. Um, also, when you invest in a vacation home, it, it's still kind of risky. Um, you put all your money in, in, in one basket, basically, uh, um, all your eggs in one basket. And to, to give you just an example, we just got back from um, the Panhandle, uh, um, Cape San Blas. We went there this weekend to look at the home. We saw an amazing home, the closest home on the beach. That's how they advertised it. So we put an offer on it. We ran all the numbers and, and it made absolutely sense. So we went over there this weekend. And for people Florida, there has been kind of a big storm uh, um, the last few days uh, um, here in, in, in the Gulf Coast. Um, and we went to the home and we stayed there. We, we always want to see the home and inspect the home before we really go through with the purchase. And what we saw is that the, the yeah there was so much beach erosion and, and we started looking at the history on google maps and what we saw is that the beach just yeah moved back almost 500 feet in, in five years so the reason why the numbers worked out great and, and the home was so attractive is probably because it's not going to be there anymore in, in five years but as an owner if you don't do your research if you don't know how to go and, and you buy something like that it, it was an eight hundred thousand dollar home you could potentially lose all your money um and that's just one example there could be hurricanes there could be forest fires there could be floods there, there's so many um risks that you're taking and and by fractionalizing ownership you can just with the same amount of investment you can uh, um, diversify um your investment and, and spread your risk over multiple properties in multiple areas um, and have a much, much uh, uh, more stable uh, um, return than, than if you only have one home uh, um, that you invest all your money in. So that's actually yeah how, how we got uh, um, thinking about it, how it started a few years ago. Um, so like I mentioned, it was before COVID, then COVID happened and everything got put on the back burner. Um, the first few months were more about survival for us as, as, a, as a business and an industry. Uh, but then we had those this uh, great rebound, so we picked it back up um, and we officially launched um, at the VRMA in San Antonio a few months ago. Mm -hmm. um, and yeah, now we're up and running. Uh, we're accepting uh, investments. Uh, we bought the first how much? How much red tape was there to like get up and running? It, yeah, it seems so, like something that'd be pretty uh, regulated, right? It is uh, very, very regulated. So um, everything also has to go through the SEC, the Securities and Exchange uh, Commission. Only accredited um, investors. Exactly. So right now we started as a Reg D, uh, which means that you can only accept investments from um, accredited investors. Um, and our, our goal is to have in the first quarter of, of this year to to open it up to everyone with a, with a Reg a um yeah yeah the accredited investors is still the the rich get richer 
segment and it's it's less the mass market but exactly yeah once yeah, you yeah. can open up to the the broader market that's awesome but it's actually great because to get started you need some bigger amounts um because you can yeah by the time you can buy a house with investments from a hundred dollars um it's gonna take uh, a while and then you only have one house so it's actually it's working out uh, great uh, we can get some bigger money in to buy multiple homes and then if the smaller investors come in they already have the diversification over all these uh, different homes are are you only looking at buying in the florida market or are you looking at diversifying in to ski markets or yeah no absolutely the goal is to diversify as much as possible that's the the benefit of this system so we we want to go worldwide um of course we are based in, in florida so that's the market we know best um but we want to go outside uh, florida um different types of markets uh, um urban ski destinations um yeah summer destinations um yeah many different uh, uh, locations as possible. Do you want to do something for the members? So if you're just chipping in money or investing, do you want to give something in return? Yeah, so um, of course we are a pure in investment uh, platform. So I, I always compare it to, to Robinhood. Um, you can uh, buy stocks uh, there, you get a return. Uh, but it's not that you get um, yeah, a free iPhone because you buy uh, stocks of, of Apple. Um, it's a little bit the same uh, um, here. So you invest in vacation homes, it becomes an asset class, you get returns. Um, we cannot let investors stay for free in the homes because that would negatively affect the returns of other investors. Now we um, we are really forming a community around uh, um, Gester and, and we want people to stay as much as possible in, in Gester homes because the stronger the community, the higher the returns are going to be for, for everyone. Um, so we have come up with a whole set of uh, Gester perks, which are basically, uh, um, yeah, rewards for investors but that don't have a financial impact on uh, on other investors so this could be like early free early check-ins free late checkouts um, an extra night for example if the property is still not booked 24 hours in advance um so these kind of things but it's not like some other concepts that you get to use the home for a month a year or, or a week yeah. a year like in, in classic timeshares it's like a pure investment uh, um, vehicle what about, so will Cassiola be managing these homes throughout different locations or what's the goal for the management? Because that's a big part on the return, right? Yeah, absolutely. Um, I think as a property manager, uh, we are active in a couple of different destinations. And, and the hardest thing in our industry is, is just scaling um, operations. Um, I don't think anyone has really figured it completely out. It, it's so hard. So we absolutely don't want to manage each and every home. Um, we want to uh, work together with the best-in-class property managers, local property managers in that area. Um, whoever can yeah, deliver the highest return um, should be the one uh, managing uh, the property. So, uh, um, yeah, it's definitely not all going to be managed by Casiola. We're only active in, in Orlando, Miami, and, and Aruba. So in these areas, um, it may be us, but again, in, in some, depending on the type of property, we may buy a very high-end property, which is not really our market. There may be other managers uh, in a better position to, to manage these uh, very expensive uh, uh, mansions or, or, or estates uh, instead of us. Yeah, 
are, are you looking at just vacation homes? Are you looking at maybe some multifamily complexes that can be rentals or some hotels that can be, you know, travel, hospitality related? Yeah, yeah, yeah. We are um, a short-term rental investment fund, so anything that can be rented out in, in short-term and, and, yeah, that can also be financed because that may be tricky if you go too exotic. We, we also need uh, um, the right financing in place, but, like, for example, unique uh, places like tree houses or, or, or yeah, multifamily buildings in, in, in cities is, is definitely an option, absolutely. And if I'm investing, am I, is my money tied up for five years, 10 years, or is it something I can invest in for a month and, and pull out later when I need liquidity? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So that, that may be one of the big differences with, with investing on the stock market. So your money is tied up for a certain amount of uh, time in, in this case. So by, by uh, law, um, the first year, the first 12 months, um, you cannot uh, um, sell your, your stake. So it, there's a holding period of at least um, 12 months. After 12 months, um, you can sell your, your uh, um, shares to, to other investors. Um, but it, it's very important and, and our attorney really pressed on the issue not to tell people, oh, yeah, you can sell after 12 months because it, it's a smaller market at this uh, point. So you can only sell um, if there is a buyer um, and, and, yeah, there's not as much uh, volatility as on the stock market uh, yet. Um, so the typical holding period for, for a vacation rental that we foresee is five to seven years. Uh, maybe sooner, uh, maybe a little bit longer, depending on the market and, and the area. Uh, but five to seven years is, is what you uh, should expect. Um, but there are ways to get out earlier yeah. if there's other buyers. And when when someone invests, are they investing in a single property or are they investing in the fund? So um, they, the, the goal is to diversify and to invest in, in multiple uh, uh, properties. So that's uh, uh, when, when uh, uh, Will mentioned earlier, can you buy a whole entire property? I said no. Um, so there's a limitation of maximum also um, just under 25% per um, investor. Um, that also has to do with tax reasons and, and control and everything. Um, but the goal is that you yeah, diversify as much as possible. So we have two options. You either um, get a stake in all the properties that Gester has, or you can pick and choose the properties um, that you want. So if you, for example, think, okay, uh, Miami, for example, is going to outperform another market, you could put a little bit more of your money in the Miami market instead of... of hmm. um, That's cool. Yeah, the, the That's got to be a financial nightmare on the back end, though. Yeah, well, I, I, actually, it, it's not that bad. Um, so, uh, um, yeah, right now it, it's it, it always works per per month. Um, so uh, um, you, you, you just break to, it up into shares. Yeah, exactly. So we because we we uh, pay out every month, so the returns go back to the investors uh, um, every month. So uh, um, it, it's relatively easy to keep the percentages of who owns uh, what in, in each house. Um, what what kind of returns are your investors seeing? So uh, we are um, aiming for a 20 to 25% uh, um, return on a yearly basis. So that's the IRR. Um, of 
course, most of it is realized uh, when we sell the, the property, um, but all the properties uh, yeah, that we're uh, looking at uh, need to have at least 20, 25% uh, return. You, you mentioned financing. Are you leveraging it 2x or 4x? Yeah. So we are getting 80% um, of it financed. Um, so and 20% comes from the uh, um, investors. Um, and, and, and that just accelerates the, the, the return. Uh, um, yeah, if you look at the, the return on investment, um, it's so much higher than if you would buy the property uh, outright. I know I've dominated all the questions, Ross. <laughs> Will. Yeah. You, yeah. But there you see, for example, in crowdfunding, you see that you can also take kind of a membership. Well, the guys know I'm a membership. Guys, okay, you're chipping in every month, like $1,000, for example, and you just invest it actually just say investor and investor invest in this in properties. Is also something what you're planning to do to really get yeah, people reinvesting a lot? Yeah. So uh, um, returns are also now automatically reinvested so that you have the compounding uh, um, interest effect. So uh, um, you can choose also to, to get uh, uh, paid out for the returns. And yeah, every month or every week or, or whatever, you could put a certain amount in and, and then your owners, uh, ownership stake uh, grows and grows over time. Really smart. It is really going to become the the Robin Hood of uh, vacation rental investing, which is uh, yeah. Hey, you guys are leading the way. Now you just gonna... get away from accredited investors. Yes, exactly. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. So yeah. now that that's definitely on the schedule. Now the um all all the rules and regulations for non-accredited investors are even stricter. Um, it's a process that usually takes four to five months if everything is done right. Um, so uh, um, it, it's coming up uh, for sure. Awesome. We can't do this differently with kind of different kind of agreements, maybe NFT or different ways. Okay, you just have a different kind of no, but it could be. It's okay, you just have an, an NFT which has a specific ownership or value, and eventually the value goes up, right? So can you do it differently, or you just have to really go into those uh, legal processes? It, yeah, it, we're talking about real estate um, and and ownership, so it's it's. If you invest in investor, you are really part owner of, of real estate, and, and there are a lot of regulations, uh, but also to um, yeah to, to battle money laundering and and, and uh, fraud and, and so on. So we we have to follow these strict regulations. NFTs, I, I I don't know. Like I said, I'm, I'm still wrapping my head around it. Um, but for example, crypto is, is something that I do see happening in, in the future. Um, in, instead of paying in, in dollars, why not pay in, in yeah, yeah, Bitcoin. Bitcoin? Yeah. yeah, I'm down. Yeah, <laughs> in good morning hospitality NFTs. <laughs> yeah, hey, who would what, like what is, what's the minimum buy in now and ultimately when it's not accredited? Yeah, so right now we have a minimum um, investment amount of $1,000 uh, um, for the diversified fund um, and $10,000 for the, um, the pick and choose option where you invest in a certain property. 
Um, once we have the Reg A ready, um, you're going to be able to invest from $100. Um, so that would be the, the, the minimum amount, $100. And we really want to um, include everyone in, in this process. It's like you mentioned earlier, the rich get richer. Well, we will we want to offer our housekeepers and our maintenance techs and, and our frontline workers um, the opportunity to own a piece of the homes that they are working in each and every single day. How powerful is that going to be um, instead of just working in someone else's home that they can work on the properties that they uh, uh, co-own with us? So I, I really am excited for that part and looking forward to that. Um, so, yeah, we want to make it uh, accessible for, for each and every one. What is your expectation at the end of the year? So how many properties do you think a guest or owns? Together with um, the at the end of the year, we want to be um, at least around uh, 100. Um, so it's it's it, it's taking a little bit longer than originally anticipated. The closings and 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 especially in this uh, market, um, it's not always easy to to find properties that still make sense. Um, if you look like a year back, uh, most of these properties were were um, yeah 30, 40 percent uh, cheaper, and and yeah. The rents, we all have, have seen a record year in, in rental income, yeah. um, but the property values have gone up uh, uh, much faster than, than the rental income in, in most cases. So uh, um, it's just a way of finding the right properties and, and then getting through that closing uh, process. Definitely makes sense. Do you have any institutional capital behind you as well? Um, yes, we, we have uh, um, interest from, from yeah, a, a lot of uh, hedge funds and, and bigger investors, uh, yeah. Awesome. Yeah. And, and your business model, because I understand what the uh, the investors can, uh, can get as a return, so you're taking a, a percentage or stake, or what is your, uh, yeah, your part? So there, there's a couple of fees that Gestor itself uh, charges, so there's an um, acquisition fee for each property that uh, we add to the portfolio. Um, and then 10% of the, the returns go to, to Gester. So let's say there's there's um, a $1,000 um, profit uh, that gets paid out to the investors. So $900 is going to be paid out to the investors and $10 is going to uh, um, Gester um, just to ensure that we're all um, yeah looking at the same direction, that we all have the same uh, interests. And you don't have a, a holding fee if you have a... Ten million dollar fund, you're not taking one or two percent. No, we're we're not just holding. We need to perform. We need to to have a return for our investors. So, uh, um, yeah, we we only get paid if there is a um, a return for our investors. Makes sense. Very cool. What uh, what questions did we not ask you, Dennis? <laughs> oh yeah, that's a good one. Uh, well, where to sign up and and how to get started? Uh, <laughs> I guess, uh... There you go. <laughs> Perfect. So, yeah. But you, you, you want to stay in the short term or you think, okay, in, in, in long term, I might even go to long term? Um, no. So the, the, there's many options. If you want to invest in, in long term uh, rentals, the, there's many other options uh, out there. Um, yeah. So we really focus on, on short term uh, rentals. That, that's our niche. Um, that's what we know, what we specialized in. Um, of course, the, the, the advantage of short term rentals is if everything yeah if the world burns down you can always switch to to long-term rentals like for example during lockdowns like we've seen the, the pandemic you could all, always temporarily uh, switch 
um, because it's better to have some income than no, no, no income at all. But our goal is, is really to focus on uh, short-term funding. The returns are also much higher there than, than in long-term yeah. rentals. Yeah, it's, yeah. it's a crowded space yeah. in America, the yeah. long-term rental, fractional ownership or investment. Yeah. Um, all right. Well, are you ready to play a game that I'm absolutely terrible at? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we uh, we're we're bringing it back. Uh, this is the first one of 2022, but we uh, we play a game called Whose Brand Is It, anyways. Uh, so I'm gonna take away this comment here real quick. Give me one second. All right, there we go. Um, so we're gonna play. What we do in this uh, segment of the episode is that uh, I show a brand that is related to a bigger brand. So uh, you know, Marriott, Accor, Hilton, all those. Uh, we we uh, try to guess which one belongs to which. And uh, if you get it right, then we'll give you a nice little, uh, you know, round of applause. <laughs> well, that's about it. So uh, you ready? Rock and roll. Let's do it and go. So welcome to whose brand is it anyway? And the brand is going to be, I wish I had a drum roll on my uh, soundboard, but don't. Boom. 25 hours. Let's spend the night together. Is that the logo or is that just the title from a magazine? It's, that is the logo, apparently. It's both. <laughs> from their website directly. So it's a screenshot. No looking it up, Dennis. Oh, I'm, corn. I'm getting our corn. I was screaming our core all the time, but I was muted. So, but I think it's not core. Okay, we have one for a core. Well, Dennis, you go ahead. <laughs> I heard his keyboard too, so I was like, "Oh no, we gotta catch no, him." My my hands are <laughs> here. Uh, <laughs> well, um, it, it yeah, it doesn't look very American. So I, I'm gonna join uh, uh, Michael, and then I'm going for a core too. Okay. Two yeah, I would I would agree with Dennis. I would guess Marriott standards might be a touch higher. Um, we're we're big fans of Marriott on the show, Dennis. Big fans. Uh, just to be contrarian, and I'm sure Accor is right, but I'll go with Best Western. Okay. Well, uh, uh, Michael Ross and Dennis got it. By coincidence, I spoke with the CEO of 24 Hours, I think, a few months ago. So that's why I knew it. And I think they're, they're acquired by Accor. So uh, 25 that was an easy one. Not 24. But I was. Oh, 25. Yeah, there was 24 hours, and they get acquired and become 25, so 25 okay. hours. They added an hour. <laughs> yeah, <they> French time. <laughs> yeah, they, they're selling 25 hours a day. That's awesome. Um, so, Dennis, we also, for guests, we do a, a quick rapid fire. So I'll ask you a handful of questions. Oh. One-word one answers, um, and we'll go around the horn for it. Uh, beer or cocktails? None. Apple juice is what his answer okay. is. Coffee or tea? None. What? Water or sparkling water? <laughs> Just water, still water, yeah. Okay. Beach or mountain? Absolutely beach. Amsterdam or New York? Well, um, yeah, no, it's only one word answers, uh, but if my answer would be New York um, because Amsterdam stinks too much of wheat, but um, I, I think New York is the same right now. Yeah, so, yeah you uh, haven't been to New York lately. It's getting hard. 
Uh, car, truck, or SUV? Can I answer Tesla? That's a car, yeah. Yeah. Car, yeah. Um, what kind of music? Favorite genre? That would be uh, um, electronic dance music. Bigger pain in the ass. Pool or hot tub? Hot tub. All right. I'm done. Will? Okay, I only got two questions. Uh, one is uh, Donald or Goofy? Because I know you're a Disney fan. so I would say Donald. Okay, Donald. Uh, and then my other question is my last one. Uh, tacos or pizza? Pizza. Hands okay. down. <laughs> Hands down. Wow. That's a shock. <laughs> Uh, Ross, you're kind of frozen on our end, but if you have any questions for rapid fire, go for it. He's frozen. I've got a couple more. Okay. Um, <laughs> favorite park in Orlando? Favorite park? Oh, that's a hard one. Um, I would probably say Animal Kingdom. Mm-hmm. Good one. I like it. Very American sport. Oh, I'm not a sports fan. Uh, um, <laughs> um, UFC. What? What? UFC? I didn't hear anything. UFC? No. <laughs> yeah. Whatever I answer, it would be a lie because... Uh, um, <laughs> you don't yeah. like any of them. <laughs> I'm not interested whatsoever. I played basketball, so if I need to choose something, it would probably be uh, basketball. There you go. All right, and lat well, two questions. Ross has one. He's back. We can let him ask. Well, I don't want to say Martin Garrix or Tiesto because he said EDM. So Garrix or Tiesto? Sorry. Martin Garrix or Tiesto? Um. Yeah, Martin Garrix. Yeah. Yeah, I agree. Garrix is legit. Okay. Ross, do you want to ask it? Are you unfrozen? Yeah, it was Furbo or Airbnb? Um, Airbnb. Really? Okay. Can can we ask why? I want to know. Yeah, absolutely. Um, I I think a lot a lot of our success and growth is thanks to Airbnb. We were one of these uh, early adopters uh, um, in 2014, I think. Um, the first ones, uh, well, not the first ones, but uh, that, that did a lot of business on Airbnb. It's still our biggest uh, channel, um, and and I like uh, they have really transformed the market. Um, they're the market leader. Everybody else follows a little bit what they're doing. Yeah. Um. So uh, yeah, now I like the community. The guests are, on average, a little bit nicer than on other platforms. Um. So yeah, now love Airbnb. All right, and then last question for all the money. Outside of Florida, so no Florida markets, where do you anticipate owning the most homes through your fund? What market? Um, well, I, I hope um, the answer would there be Europe, um, Southern Europe, um, Spain would be, wow. uh, yeah, I guess. You want to take a lot of trips to Spain. I get it. That's okay. it. Yeah. All right. Expense a lot of, a lot of flights over there. <laughs> well, that's uh, that's all the rapid fire questions, uh, Dennis. I do want to say thank you for joining us. Also, very last minute, I did ask you this weekend to to do it. Um, so thank you again for joining. Uh, 
We'll put everything in the show notes so the listeners that don't watch us live and don't get to see us goof off behind the scenes uh, get to find out how to sign up for Gastor. Is there any other place other than the main website that you want to direct people to just in case uh, I need to know? No, it, it's uh, just uh, the website. Uh, everything uh, will also be done uh, through, through an app. Um, so, uh, uh, yeah, there's no offices to visit or or people that stop by um phone calls everything uh, can be done uh, 100 online uh, through the uh, guest app perfect well you heard it here first and uh this wraps up our morning show thank you very much dennis for again uh joining us and you know it's been great to uh have you on and then uh we'll be back next week and we'll have a new a new nft as well so there you go uh, Dennis, thank you so don't, much. Don't go buying all of our existing ones. Let let other people have some too, Dennis. Yeah, yeah, Dennis. Yeah, yeah. I can promise. Well, but no, you thank can only you. have twenty five percent of them. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> thank good. you guys for having me. It was fun uh, to do, and uh, yeah, good luck with the show. Thank you so much. We'll see you all again right. next week. All right.